Welcome to the Highly Effective Man podcast hosted by former Navy SEAL turned life and fitness coach. I'm your host, JP Bolwan. This podcast is your resource for unlocking the healthiest, most productive, and highly effective man within you. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Highly Effective Man podcast. I'm your host, JP. And this week, we're going to be talking about habits. Uh, It's the topic that I'm going to be coaching with my men's group this week. And uh, it it brought up a a lot of uh, thoughts around uh, why I was able to be successful in some of the things that I've struggled with before and how I was able to overcome those. And as I was like looking up, you know, things to talk about uh, this week with, with the men's group, uh, I was I was came across a, an old book uh, called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg, and uh, he talks about Alcoholics Anonymous in there, and how working with habits can be very effective at uh, combating alcoholism, uh, but up to a certain point because uh, what happens is that you know creating these new habits or identifying these habits and then creating new ones uh, can be very effective at keeping people from drinking. But sometimes uh, an extreme event or extreme circumstances uh, can lead to somebody go, uh, breaking those those new habits and going back to either drinking or whatever it is. And so, you know, that that's why I want to talk to you guys about habits and, and how you can create uh, a higher purpose or what can help you, the secret weapon to overcoming those struggles. And so um, it, it's it's important because. Uh, you know, chances are that, you know, at some point, you know, you've been, you know, struggling to overcome something, whether it be drinking, whether it be eating sweets, uh, or just trying to eat healthier. Uh, but for one reason or another, you know, you, you kind of, you say, oh, I'll start tomorrow or, or uh, one more won't hurt one more day, one more week, whatever it is. And, and you push it off. Right. And then maybe you feel bad or whatever it is. And then you decide you're going to try again. And then, something comes up and then, you know, you know, you're like, oh, life happened and it just, it happens again. And so this is why it's important now so that we can, you know, identify ways to overcome some of these struggles and what types of steps we can take to help us uh, achieve what we want to achieve. Right. And so, you know, the story I want to talk to you guys about is that, you know, back uh, if you guys listen to my podcast with uh, it was an interview with with Coach Bergner, uh, he talks about how every Lent he gives up alcohol. And as we were talking, I was like, you know, that, that might be a good idea. And, uh, you know, I hadn't been you know, I hadn't given up alcohol for a long time. And and um, he was talking about how he gives it up and it's about 40, 40 days or so. And uh, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to jump on it with you. And, uh, at the time, you know, I, would said, okay, yeah, I'm going to do it. And, you know, but I wasn't sure because at that time I was drinking, you know, quite often, not like out of control or anything like that, but just, you know, I'd have a glass of wine or a beer and, you know, I was just, I would say I was just drinking more than, than I wanted to be. Um, and, and so I thought it would be a good challenge for me. And I didn't know if it was something that I would be able to do because I was just so used to either like, you know, you come home. Uh, it's, it's been a long day or whatever it is. And, you know, you, you get into the habit of sometimes you say, Oh, I just want to crack a beer or have a glass of wine to relax. And then before you know it, it's like a full on habit and you just do it, even though you may or may not need to relax. Okay. So 
I jumped on the challenge and, you know, one of the things that I found uh, was that it was a little bit challenging in the beginning, but overall, I would say that the challenge was not as hard as I expected it to be. And I, I didn't really know why until I was, you know, going back through some of this material that I'm talking about, about the power of habit and all that. But, um, but I would say that it's because of two things, two reasons why it was a little bit easier uh, than uh, I expected. One was that I had made a commitment to my, my old weightlifting coach and, and my friend. And I said, you know what? I'm going to jump in this with you. I'm going to do it. And uh, the thought of me going back on my word to him uh, was just not, not cool. Right. And so uh, I didn't want to say that I was going to do something and, and not do it. Right. And it's funny because sometimes we'll place um, our word to somebody else, you know, with at a higher priority than the like making a promise to yourself, which just kind of seems kind of crazy. Right. It's like we'll, we'll break promises to ourselves all the time. But when it comes to breaking promises to other people, many times we, we won't do that, right? And so uh, that was one reason, right? And then I would say the other reason was that I was tying that commitment to Lent, right? And, you know, Lent is, is, a, is a Catholic uh, tradition and, and part of, of the religion. And in my mind... I said, okay, if I'm giving this up for Lent, well, then God knows, right? And God knows if I'm going to take a drink or if I'm not going to take a drink. He's always, he's around all the time, right? And regardless of what your, your views are on religion, uh, what I'm trying to express to you is that having a higher purpose or uh, a, a higher power in mind when it comes to uh, habits or goals can really help you uh, get through some of the challenges and the struggles uh, that you might be facing. And, you know, before you, before I knew it, it, ha it had been 46 days that I hadn't had a drink of alcohol or, you know, even a sip of alcohol and, and I was fine. Right. And when it came time to, um, you know, break, break that fast of alcohol, you know, I was like, oh, I'll have a glass of wine and it's okay. And, but it wasn't like I had the glass of wine or whatever it was. And then, and then I just kept drinking. Um, I knew from the experience of going those 46 days that I don't need to drink every day. And I don't need to, I don't even need to drink twice a week if I don't want to. Um, but it just reminded me that, that I am in control, right? That uh, when we decide that we don't want to drink or that we don't want to have sweets or that we make a commitment uh, that we can follow through, right? Or that I could follow through. Uh, it reminded me that, that I'm in control and that I can make decisions and stick to those decisions. Um, and I didn't realize it at the time, but, you know, when I'm going through, you know, the power of habit by Charles Duhigg, and he talks about how um, Alcoholics Anonymous, a lot of times they just go into switching the habit. Uh, but to in at times of extreme um you know events or circumstances a lot of times people will forego those habits 
and that, you know, habits can be very effective up to a certain point. Uh, but then after that, there needs to be some type of higher purpose or higher power. Right. And I think that that was very key for me, at least, uh, to not drinking during Lent. It just made it a lot easier. I didn't, I didn't even really think about it. Cause I was just like, Oh, you know, there's alcohol there, but do I want to have a sip? No, not really. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to break one, my word to my coach. And then two, uh, I know that God could see if I'm going to have alcohol or not. It's not like I, I could say like, no, I didn't have it. And, Cause in my mind uh, and what I believe is that, you know, he knows what's happening at all times. Right. And so I want to give you four steps, uh, that you can use to, uh, overcome something you're struggling or to, to quit a bad, a bad habit. And, you know, Charles Duhigg talks about, uh, the golden rule for quitting any bad habit. And, you know, the, the key is, is that you don't try to resist whatever it is that you're craving. Right. So a lot of times when, when we're craving sweets or we're craving alcohol, or we're craving something that's not good for us. Many times it's not the actual thing itself but how we feel after we've consumed whatever it is, right? So a lot of times it's, it's like with alcohol, it's like, I, you know, I want to feel relaxed or um, whatever it is that I'm looking for, you know? And a lot of times that's the same thing with, with sweets or food and that type of stuff. Like we'll eat to change our state, whatever our state is that we're not happy with. And eating something sometimes helps us either relieve stress or um, make us feel more relaxed. So the, the first step is to identify the cue that makes you want to um, drink or makes you want to eat, um, whatever it is that you're struggling. What's the cue that, that is creating that, right? And then what is also the routine and the reward that comes with that, right? So you identify the cue, what's the routine, and what's the reward, right? And then step two is to, uh, once you've listed out all the cues that you have throughout your day, step two is to look at, okay, what is it exactly that I crave from that habit, right? So like I said earlier, if, if, if I'm craving the sensation of being relaxed or having less stress, I need to identify what it is exactly that I'm craving. Right. So I, you know, that reward or whatever it is. And then what I do is that I keep the same cue and the reward. So this is step three. I keep the same cue and the reward, but I switch out the routine. Right. So let's say that I want to be relaxed or I just want to change my state. Well, when I get home and normally maybe I get home and let's say the first thing I do is that I crack the, the fridge open and there's a, a beer there and I want to drink a beer. Well, Maybe the cue is me cracking the fridge open, right? So I get home, I open the fridge. That's the cue. Well, now instead of reaching in and grabbing the beer, maybe I just do uh, 25 push-ups. And then, you know, after that, I close the fridge and uh, I feel differently, right? I just, you know, I, I interrupted what that normal routine was. Or maybe I come home, I... <laughs> I crack the fridge open. I see the beer and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go for a walk. I go for a 10, 15 minute walk. And then I have that feeling of being relaxed. I also have the feeling and 
uh, the pleasure of not drinking, right? Like uh, being true to my word, you know, because every day that went by during that, those days in Lent that I didn't drink, I was happy. I was proud. I was proud that I was adding another day to it. And, you know, I didn't want to uh, take the chance of, you know, having a sip of alcohol and ruining all those consecutive days that I had without drinking. Right. And so uh, it's important to, you know, stack those little wins up because the, the more often you do that, the, the more often, you know, the better the relationship with yourself you have. Right. Because you, you're proving to yourself that you can uh, do what you say you're going to do. Right. And so I would say step four is to make the commitment to a friend and or identify a higher purpose behind it or even a higher power. Right. And a higher purpose could be like, why do I want to give this up in the first place? Like, what is like, is it so that my health in the long term, right? Like, so I don't die early. Like, that's a pretty big purpose, right? To start, you know, watching what you eat and, you know, not drinking as much, like that type of stuff. So identify the higher purpose, right? And, it, and if it's religion or whatever, maybe tie it to, you know, if, if you believe in, in God or if you, you know, believe in a higher power, a tie, you know, tie it to that um, and, and see how that affects you know, your level of commitment and desire to uh, stick with the program, right? So the four steps are identify the cue, routine, and reward. Step two is to list exactly, you know, what it is that you crave when you go for that bad habit. And then step three is to keep the same cue and the reward but just switch out the routine, what, what you do in the middle, right? So instead of drinking or eating, I'm now going for a walk or doing the push-ups or, or whatever it is. And then step four is making the commitment to a friend and to identify a higher purpose behind it, okay? And I think if you do those four steps, you're going to find that you're going to be more successful when it comes to creating new habits and, and letting go of, of old habits, right? Especially the habits that, 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 that aren't helping you that, or that aren't serving you, right? And so that's just, you know, four steps that you can do. And I really think that uh, identifying a higher purpose is the secret weapon to overcoming obstacles, right? Because the only time that I've, you know, I would say that I've been 100% committed is because I had a higher purpose behind it. You know, it, it's bigger than, you know, the why or whatever it is. Like, you know, that why and the higher purpose, you know, they can be kind of, you know, I guess intertwined, but uh, it, it's, it's, it's at a higher level, right? And, and you know, even in Atomic Habits, you know, uh, Clear, I can't remember his first name right now, but he talks about, uh, you know, how how effective a higher purpose can be because, you know, you look at uh, a woman that maybe smokes and drinks, but then becomes pregnant. And then all of a sudden she's able to stop drinking and stop smoking. Right. And it's not because of, you know, any magic four steps or, you know, five steps or whatever it is, or even thinking about identifying a cue or this and that, whatever it is, or identifying habits. It's because of that one decision that she made about, you know, 
what I'm growing in my belly is more important than smoking a cigarette or having a drink, right? Like that higher purpose can transform you instantly or why, you know, somebody can totally change the second they become uh, a parent, right? Or uh, how a coworker can change as soon as they become uh, maybe a leader in the organization, right? Well, now their priorities have changed or what they see and envision has changed. So now it's like, okay, I need to change or things need to change, right? And so those are four steps that, you know, I think can help you. Um, and I truly believe that, you know, identifying a higher purpose is the secret weapon to overcoming obstacles and helping you achieve what you want to do. Um, if you want to jumpstart on your health and fitness goals, uh, you got to check out the Warrior Body Reset. Uh, you guys can go there. And, and basically, it's three easy steps. I said <laughs> three easy steps that uh, you, can, you can check out. Uh, all you do is you go to the warriorbodyreset.com, uh, fill out the information there, and then you'll get in your email uh, the three steps to help you jumpstart your fitness and help you uh, get results, basically, uh, in less than 30 days. All right, guys, that's all I got for you this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, as always, you know, if, if, if you found some value in this, share it with a friend, uh, leave a review, and I will see you guys next week. All right, let's go. Thank you for listening to the Highly Effective Man podcast. If you enjoyed or learned something on this episode, do me a favor and share this with somebody who you think needs to hear it. And one last thing, if you want to work with me as your coach to help you get fit, be more productive, and in general, just be the most effective version of yourself, head over to my site, higherlevelcoaching.co. Once again, that's higherlevelcoaching.co and schedule a call with me there. Thank you again. Let's go.